Yo, yo, what's good, y'all? A very special happy birthday edition of BTB coming up. Um, no, but really, look, BTB is back two episodes a week. It's Thursday. It is my birthday, but it's all to the good. Yo, coming live and direct from the City of Angels, this is the world-famous, the award-winning Behind the Baller podcast. This show is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Just so you guys know, this is a Dust Brothers production. Much love to my brothers, Miles Davis. That's his real name. And Jordan Winter, a.k.a. The Captains, a.k.a. Podcast Producers of the Year. And uh, yeah, by the way, I am your host, Ben Baller. (laughs) Today I'll be Ben Humble, but I will be many other things. Guys, I am known as the Korean John Cusack, the Korean Liam Neeson, the Korean John McCall, the Korean Roy McAvoy, Odessu, Mr. Bad Back, Mr. Fuck You, the Wash Lord, and of course, the Forrest Gump of hip-hop. What's good, everyone? For real, for real. It is a beautiful day in Los Angeles. It is my birthday, January 27th. A little bit about me, guys. I was born in Los Angeles. Like, I'm a real Angelino. I ain't that that bullshit. Like, I was born in fucking Long Beach or born in fucking, you know, um, Sherman Oaks or born in fucking Glendale or some other shit, which is still LA. I'm talking about I was for real born in LA. I was born on Crenshaw Boulevard, like on the Shaw too, like the real strip for real. Yes. Okay. That strip, Crenshaw Boulevard between Martin Luther King and Expedition, motherfucker. I don't think the hospital is definitely not there anymore. It hasn't been there in a minute, but yeah, born January 27th, 1973 to Helen Chang and Eun Yang. That shit rhymed and I wasn't even trying to make it rhyme by the way. Uh, what am I going to do today? Not a goddamn thing. Uh, was supposed to go to PSA yesterday, ended up fucking forgetting all the shit that I was supposed to bring down there, had all, all kinds of random shit going on, but you know what? My pades, Jeff and Ed over at Riff Los Angeles had blessed me with some kicks, blessed my kids with some kicks. You know, um, I'll be in the Bay next week, so I'm just, you know, my kids are excited about that. But it's been like a slow week. It's been a weird week. I've kind of been jumping on spaces and stuff. Um, shout out to the Ben Baller did the blockchain gang. Okay. They're not the army. They're the gang. The BBDTBC gang. Um, much love to the Discord. Appreciate you guys. But uh, yeah, I'm not really doing shit. I don't have any real plans. Um, I will be with my family today. I am just a uh, same old shit. I'm a dad. Kids got to go to school and everything else. I do hope by the time that this episode airs that I'll be trending on Twitter, you know, hopefully, either the name Ben Baller or happy birthday Ben Baller, the term, but definitely, if you have Twitter, all I want you to do is just happy birthday, Ben Spaceballer, you ain't got to at me, you ain't got to at me, it's all good, you could if you want, but it's all love, Uh, you know, I do podcasts every so often, it's rare, or I wouldn't say rare, but, you know, it's a special treat when I get to go on a podcast of somebody that I watch on a daily basis, on a regular basis, uh, Jay Williams of ESPN. You know, he's on First Take all the time, arguing with fucking Stephen A. Smith and all these other things. He has a new podcast called The Limits. It's on NPR, so you obviously know this is a major network. And uh, I'm excited. I haven't listened to it, but the, the interview was real good, I remember, and I'm gonna check it out. So definitely, if you can, 
check out the Limits NPR's podcast with Jay Williams of ESPN. I am on there. I am the latest episode on there. You know, we're going to get into Stephen A. Smith in a minute. Uh, I got a little Instagram update from my agents. So apparently it's gone even past, I, I guess there's so many different sectors of Instagram and so many that it's like ran by different departments, right? I think I've mentioned already before, I have the fashion department, you know, checking up on me. I have the influence department and now I have the sports, um, you know, professional sports people looking at it. And I even have people who work in the advertising, right? So my agent uh, had said, our social media rep has said that the Instagram security and policy violations department is who flagged my account and disabled it, right? Suspended it for whatever, still reviewing it. It's been escalated. There's a lot of people that want it. I, I do think I'm going to get my account back. I just don't think I'm going to get it back in time for the Super Bowl, which is unfortunate, right? They're working it out. It would have been fucking nice to get it back today for my birthday, but it is what it is. Um, the violation was they said that I had posted guns, promoting gun sales, and also posting cannabis and cannabis sales, a controlled substance. That is cap, and that is cap. Uh, I have never posted guns on the page promoting them for sale or anything else. There has been a time where I showed, you know, me holding a shotgun, not ever saying in any f way, shape, or form that I was promoting violence, that I was even insinuating violence, or that I was selling guns. Any fucking normal human being would know that. The bot might have picked up an algorithm and saw something, but yeah, there was no, I never edited a caption, nothing like that. I'm sure there's be some way. I just need a human to review it. But yeah, tell you the truth, it's very rare that you'll even see a gun post. There's not gun posts actually that are on my page. There've been some stories here and there. I think, you know, there might be something on the, on the, on the podcast page where I posted a, a photo dump and, you know, when I got my Benelli. But I'm real, you know, just, I'm like super, super, super on point. And my memory is like an elephant's. So another thing too is, like I said, I knew, I understand that cannabis is not, marijuana is not federally legal. At the same time, Facebook is based in fucking Palo Alto in California, where it is definitely 100% legal as a recreational, you know, um, I don't want to say a drug. It's a fucking, it's a plant, it's a flower. Um, but it is a drug, I guess, but a controlled substance. Um, it is legal in over 25 states medicinally, it is legal in like 19 states uh, recreationally. Bottom line is I still never promoted any sale of it. Now, I did push an event where I was selling it. Do you know what I mean? Different things though. Very tricky. You know, it, it, again, that these are bots that are picking up the algorithms, not humans. So when they see there's weed in the background maybe or there's a packaging thing, I'm not selling that. There's a website, Ben Baller Shop. Um, dot com, which I haven't officially launched, but it's it's soft launched right now, where it has the you know the John Cusack uh, tease and this is not your practice life. There's some fire shit on there, and I haven't I've been pushing it because I don't have my Instagram, and I was gonna promote it the fall the Monday, but my Instagram got deleted on Sunday. So you know, Instagram bots picked it up, and from there that's what happens. I'm again I refuse to make a backup page. Again, I've spoken to a few people who have told me that if they lost their Instagram page, they would be fucked. And uh, they're always compliant about things. But it's funny because, like, it's not funny, actually. It's fucked up. What's funny is my boy, Freddie Gibbs, he's had his page banned, like, maybe, seriously, like five or six times, right? Lil Duvall's had it maybe two or three times. And it keeps getting reported. 
So at that point, it's like nothing he could really do. You know, he does say some shit that may offend people here and there. But as far as like him going out and promoting something, you know, like a narrative even, no. Come on, man. There have been things that Lil Duval says that's dumb here and there, but he's not spreading false information or whatever. He has his own opinions about things, but he's not out there trying to say something about COVID or whatever. And that's not even an issue. It's just other people that are hating, uh, maybe even the LBGTQ community, even though his sister's gay. There's so many different random things. Freddie now, whole different story. Freddie Gibbs has probably one of the most entertaining Instagram stories. His shit be having me dead. There's very few people who have pages that have me that fucking dead, like that just in stitches, laughing my motherfucking ass off, literally. But um, that's what it is, you know, was, what the fuck can I do? You know, literally, what can I do? So I did say I was going to discuss, you know, my favorite birthday parties, but you know, that's kind of boring. I'm not really going to talk about that. It's not my 50th. I know next year, which is crazy, and I will be podcasting next year, you know, um, it'll be my 50th birthday. And whether it's COVID or not, you know, there's mandates that are being dropped. There's other things. People are getting used to it. I have some hopeful, you know, uh, thoughts of being somewhere, traveling with my family, regardless if they got to miss a day of school. I don't know exactly what we do, but um, I am going to celebrate my 50 in a big way. And uh, I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know if we're going to have, you know, performances, whatever. But I want to do something because I don't really... I don't like crowds and stuff, but I'm talking about a couple hundred people where I'm, you know, do a real big party for real. Have my girl, Lorianne, wife of the party, like do something big. It's my 50th. Like that's a half a century. That's, you know, I lived a lot of life. But some birthday parties that did stand out. My 36th birthday was the last birthday that I celebrated like out in public, like legit with Jonas. Um, that was 2009. And I went absolutely apeshit at my house. My house was a fucking amazing nightclub. I'll never forget. It was just barely opening. Uh, it was me, Jonas, Rob Kardashian, my boy George and Jack from Platinum. Uh, I think maybe Rob or Dennis from the Crooks popped up. I forgot. It was a, a good amount of us, and we went out and really went and did our thug thizzle. I will never forget that is the night that I had smashed somebody, and it ended up being a fucking legal situation because this person tried to get me caught up, and in a very short amount of time, I didn't see this girl until April, and then from April to like June, which is one, two, three, three fucking months, three and a half months, chaos had just been just bedlam had been unleashed in that amount of time. Like fast love, passion, fucking drama, psychopath, everything you could think of. So just a crazy, 2009 was a fucking crazy fucking year. On top of that, we were riding a fucking horrible recession, but I'll never forget that birthday party. And um, I remember my credit card got declined. It was like 35 or 39. I'm not even sure. It was 35, 32 or $39,000. And I remember Jonas like, you fucking asshole. I fucking told you not to do this, blah, blah, whatever. I'm only putting, I said, shut your bitch ass up. Put the fucking card down, motherfucker. I got you. You know, it was funny. But um, Jonas passed away in uh, 2011. So let's see, that was, um, shit, I was uh, 28, right? So yeah, so I mean, 38, sorry, 28. What the fuck am I talking about? So my 38th birthday 
I actually was the last time, it was last, my last birthday I spent with Jonas was my 38th, and then he passed away. And I'll never forget, I met Nicolette, was it 37? No, 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 no. My bad. You know what? My 37th birthday was the last time I, I celebrated with Jonas. My 38th, he had been in rehab and he had been locked up and his um, fiance, uh, aka cunt, um, was on some blocker weirdo shit. Like just the dumbest shit in the entire world. By the way, FYI guys, understand this. If you have a girlfriend who's really controlling, a wife who's really controlling, family don't like anybody, look, understand that no matter what you may think about me or whatever, if it's got nothing to do with me, if I hated my wife's friends, which I don't, they're all great people. If there was someone I didn't like or someone I literally despised that was friends with my wife and something had happened to one of my good friends, that shit got nothing to do with me. That's some old real hater shit. If someone fed my friend drugs and I knew they were best friends, at the same time, that's not for me to decide whether I'd be like, oh, that person's bad for you, blah, blah. I'm not nobody's damn motherfuckers as grown-ass adults. Yes, I could be mad about certain things, whatever. That wasn't the case with Jonas. But what I'm saying is that dumbass bitch, like I'd, I'd mentioned, had blocked me and Nick Diamond from coming to the fucking funeral. And like, it's just like, what did you achieve? And now everyone hates you. Like, nobody fucking likes you. Like, it's just wild. You know what I mean? You fucking ruined LRG and it was crazy. And that's not the energy I want to put into my birthday or this episode today. But what's funny is, understand this. If there are people that want to celebrate, you know, my death or whatever later on in life, I pray to God that if they were somebody that I fuck with in my life, that my wife or somebody else doesn't block them or whatever. You know, I'm talking about some fucking mistress or whatever the fuck it may be. I don't have one, but I'm saying like, I understand that type of shit, but some homie shit, nah. But yeah, I remember we had a real chill birthday. Um, my 38th was just, uh, I had Korean barbecue at Chosun Kalbi and, um, and then we went to Izakaya and had sushi. We had like two different nights and it was real super quiet chill. And uh, I met Nicolette that year too. So it was like, you know, we had just barely started kind of messing around and talking and dating and stuff and everything. But um, yeah, 40th birthday, Playhouse 2013 was a fucking movie. I love Playhouse. Another nightclub that was a fucking LA legendary spot. My boy Igor, my boy Rob, they took care of me. I think I popped 50 bottles. My boy Fats came in from Chicago. We had to have six girls carry this one. Um, I don't know how to fucking pronounce it. Was it Methalusa, whatever, the fucking the 30 liter bottle? Or was it a 15? It was an enormous bottle, like a four and a half foot bottle. It was like, you know, I don't know, maybe 60, 70 pounds. Like, you know, for it's, it was a big bottle. Uh, 45 was a legit birthday at Poppy. I didn't go crazy. I drove there. It was cool. We had a little pre-party at Delilah. Um, but it was dope that uh, future John Mayer Bieber pulled up to my B-Day and uh, had a small little thing with family. Um, you know, uh, it was chill, but it was like, well, I celebrated out and Dorothy Wang. By the way, happy birthday, Dorothy Wang. I don't know if you're listening. You probably don't because your attention spans worse than mine. But it is my friend Dorothy Wang's birthday. We share the same birthday. I actually have a few friends I've met now recently that share birthdays with me. And then most, in most recent time, um, the most memorable that in recent time was my 47th birthday party. I will never forget that day ever. I was driving to Dave and Buster's with my family. We were driving to Dave and Buster's 
And uh, I remember getting on the, you know, on the freeway and, you know, coming down the exit and my sister called me and it was really early because we we're shutting it down for a little bit. And I remember uh, my sister telling me, hey, I think Kobe Bryant died. And I was like, what? No, what the fuck? I, no, no fucking way. Went on Twitter and there was still nothing. There was a little chit chat here and there. And I remember saying, hey, I hope uh, these rumors about Kobe aren't true. I hope, you know, boom. Sure enough, by the time I actually parked, got inside, boom, it fucked my whole birthday party up. Um, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. You know, it's been, um, yesterday was uh, two years, him and Gigi and uh, seven others. It was a horrible death. Uh, Kobe was uh, an acquaintance. I can't say a friend anymore because um, after like 2004 or five, I've almost never seen him, you know, except at the game. So it's like, wasn't like, you know, he became a whole different person. Not, you know, in a bad way. He became a fucking mega enormous, you know, uh, beyond, I, he's like, he was immortal almost. But um, I got to say this real quick. I forgot to mention, which I don't know how the fuck it's even possible. On Monday's episode, Monday's episode was the 24th. And I forgot to mention, rest in peace to my best friend Q, Q World Star, aka uh, Lee Odenot. This was the first year since he's passed. It is a five-year anniversary of his death. And it's fucking wild to me. Five years that Q has been gone. Forgot to mention it. But more importantly, I forgot to drive down to um, San Diego to go see his grave. Obviously, a lot of things have changed. A lot of things are going on. But that really fucked me up. Rest in peace, Q. Rest in peace, Bean. Um, we're going to take a little quick commercial break. And we'll be right back with more BTB, y'all. Preventative care is in, especially these days. And in order for your body to fight against whatever life throws your way, your immune system has to be ready. That's why many people turn to probiotics. They're all the talk these days. But did you know that 99.9% .9 of the probiotics on the market die in your naturally harsh stomach acid? Even those supposedly special refrigerated probiotics are dead on arrival. But Just Thrive Probiotic is different. And here's why. Their proprietary strains are designed by nature to put up an armor-like shell when conditions get rough. They withstand extreme temperatures and can be even sprinkled into any food or drink. Just Thrive requires no special encapsulation, no refrigeration, nothing. What you get is an all-natural, extensively studied probiotic that's perfect for the whole family. It's effective at controlling stomach issues like gas, constipation, and bloating, and it's vegan, non-GMO, gluten, soy, dairy, and histamine free. That's a big deal. I just realized all this shit for my wife because, you know, there's issues with histamine and stuff and everything, gluten free, all that good stuff. It could even support beautiful skin, better sleep, and easier weight management. For exceptional immune and digestive health, there's nothing like Just Thrive Probiotic. Just Thrive products contain more human clinical research than any other product out there. Check them out and make this year the year you take care of you. Now, get 15% off their award-winning probiotic 
when you go to justthrivehealth.com and use baller at checkout. Okay, that's J-U-S-T, just thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, health.com. Use code baller at checkout. Supercharge your knowledge, your sales, and your success. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Synchronize your online and in-person sales. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is Possibility powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash baller, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash baller right now. Shopify.com slash baller. When running a business, HR issues can be very detrimental to your company. Wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and more are very costly. And HR manager salaries aren't cheap. They could be an average of $70,000 a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small businesses. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding to terminations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage your employees day-to-day, all for just $99 a month. Month-to-month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. Let Bambi help. Get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash baller right now to schedule your free HR audit. That's Bambi.com slash baller. Yo, yo, we're back, man. Um, I'm going to start off with a fun fact. People don't know this. Some people may notice it when you pay attention here and there, right? I never really thought about it going, you know, growing up, whatever, didn't care. But I don't have an earlobe that like, you know, like it, it goes straight into my ear. I haven't really seen too many people have that. All my kids, you know, when I was there, their shit's normal. Um, but, you know, people who do notice it, they notice certain things. I notice Austin Rivers notice little things here and there. He tries to rip certain things apart and whatever. But one thing that is, you know, you'd have to be around me a lot, pay attention, whatever. But uh, my boy, Bol Bol, right, my little nephew, 
bulbul is seven feet two inches tall. Okay, and um, obviously he's very very tall, <laughs> you know, and he has his super long legs. The funny thing is, me and bulbul have the same length torso. So for those of you who don't understand when I say I have a long torso and people I've mentioned it in casually, understand that I have the same length torso as bulbul. So when we when I wear a t-shirt or a hoodie or something and I give him a jacket, he's wearing the same size as I am and he's rocking it and it fit, it looks fine on him, which is fucking crazy, right? Fucking sucks. I've had massage therapists tell me like, wow, man, your torso feels like it's forever when they're you know, massaging my back, whatever. Ever since the age 14, I have been a size 10 shoe and then in college, it went to maybe like a 10.5, you know, here and there, but it was... Pretty much, if it was an Air Force One, it'd still say a 10. But you know, on average, from 10 to 10 and a half, from early teenage years to 48 years old, right? Now, I'm a size 11, 11 and a half shoe, right? I've even fit some 12s, but it's like, that's not realistic. But 11 and a half is, is comfortable in basketball shoes and shit. I don't know what the fuck is going on. But I do know... Um, Work-wise, a lot of shit going on. I got the NFL Fan of the Year chain that I've been finishing up. Been stopped by the office more, my factory this week. It's been um, it's been a different vibe. I just, I don't know. I feel like there's less pressure, but at the same time, it is bothering the back of my head because I know there's money involved. But uh, yes, me and Captain Morgan have joined together to do the NFL Fan of the Year chain. There's like four or five finalists. I don't know who's going to win, right? I kind of want this one girl to win, I forgot if she's a Rams fan or a Chargers fan, or whatever, but it's kind of crazy because we were, you know, talking to all these fans before, uh, you know, the playoffs even start and everything else, you know. So it's going to be a crazy weekend. If you are betting on the games, make sure, again, you do go to mybookie.ag, use promo code Ben Baller. And uh, if you are looking for picks, Captain's Picks are fucking crushing it, right? On Instagram, on Twitter, you name it, the Captain's Picks. And uh, you know what? I don't think anybody needs to ask me what I think about the NFC Championship, I already know, you know, the Rams are going to win. And uh, it's kind of cool. You know, they get to play in their home field, just like Tom Brady got to play in his home field. Um, are they going to win the Super Bowl? I don't know. Because I think Mahomes is just too much. So when I think about Mahomes and the Bengals, who would I choose to, you know, who would I want to win? I'd want the Bengals to win. I like Joe Burrow. You know, I want to see somebody different. But at the same time, Travis Kelsey is my guy. That's like my bro. So it's kind of weird. What would have been fucking sick was a Buccaneers-Buffalo Bills Super Bowl. That would have been fucking amazing. But if it's Rams and Kansas City again, it's going to be interesting. Might be some revenge. I don't know. Stafford is a beast. It's going to be some shit. Uh, back to work, though. The shit that I have to do between a normal Monday to a Thursday would make any hardworking man cry. It would make him dizzy and make him depressed. Right, I just got a lot of shit going on on a regular basis every day. There's something going on. There's never gonna be a rest time. You know, I wake up, six thirty. Right, finally, I'm kind of like trying to get my shit together by seven. Right, drinking my coffee, getting myself together. Seven thirty, I'm putting the kids' shoes on. My wife has already fed them and already got them, you know, dressed, changed them, you know, got their hair done and everything. And then boom, we're going to school. Then from there, I come home. I got to figure out my whole entire day. Nine a.m. I'm attacking everything I got to take care of for that day, right? And then, you know, I don't really get the time to sit around here and there. That's why my phone is on me all the time when I'm tweeting random thoughts here and there. If I'm sitting, if I'm taking a shit, 
that's when I start replying to things. You know, other than that, I'm shaking and jiving. You know what I'm saying? I'm shaking and moving, my bad. Uh, I was about to say shucking and jiving. Um, cryptocurrency is a little back up. It's not like, you know, uh, super back up, but it is what it is. I'm thinking about fucking around a little bit, you know? Again, you know, people were, I had said that, you know, one of the reasons people were bored, I'm not selling. But I'm thinking about putting it in, into different shit, you know, and just maybe switching some things around. But um, shout out to the Dogecoin community. They have been very, 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 very supportive of me. And uh, I know they're out there trying to get me trending right now on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? But uh, earlier I was talking about Kobe Bryant, you know, and I was also talking about Jay Williams and, and how he battles with Stephen A. Smith. And um, yesterday, Stephen A. Smith went on a rant on first take. And he was doing a tribute about Kobe Bryant. And in the tribute, I guess he kind of, you know, took shots at Kyrie and, and Kawhi. The thing with me is maybe it's some OG shit. Look, I come from the era where we fought with fists. Nobody jumped in. There wasn't nobody, you know, they couldn't fight, so they got their gun. There was no talking shit on the internet. You knew who the fuck was talking shit about you and you dealt with it, you know? You were able to move a little different, you know? Not necessarily, you know, being a bitch, but you were able to move in silence. It was different. It was, it was not some, there wasn't as many snitches. It wasn't, you know, cool to be, you know, a little tattletale and things like that and whatever it may be. But with all that said, it wasn't as soft as things are now. And in his tribute, Stephen A. Smith had mentioned that Kyrie and Kawhi are taking, you know, time off, not playing all the games due to load management, and that's not Kobe. And some guy goes, imagine taking shots at Kawhi and this one when you're doing a thing about Kobe. Shut the fuck up, you little pussy-ass bitch. You soft-ass little fucking girl, you little clown. The fuck is you talking about? And someone's like, imagine talking about two dudes and taking shots at them while you're doing a, a tribute to Kobe when Kobe fuck with them. What? The fuck does that mean? They fuck with who? Kobe fuck with Kyrie like that? Like he was close with them like that? Cap. He was close to Kawhi? Cap. Might have had some combos here and there. Now, if you'd ask Kobe what you think, if they'd have been teammates, think about, you know, taking time off. You must be fucking tripping. Kobe would have ripped them a whole new ass. Crazy. Motherfuckers ain't taking time off because of load management, all this old stupid ass, dumb ass shit. Kobe would have gotten their fucking asses, man. You know, I don't agree with Stephen A. Smith all the time. I do think some of the cowboy shit is funny. Otherwise, other stuff, whatever, I don't really care. But it ain't like, you know, people say, oh, it's important. Man, fuck all that bullshit. Get anyone who's soft out here, get them the fuck out of here. Pretty soon, motherfuckers are going to be like, yo, we can't play anymore. Why? Because of mental illness. And be like, yeah, okay, cool. And they're not saying that's not cool. But what I'm saying is nobody gives a fuck. And I know they should, but you know what? We can't change and stop the world for everyone. Because you know what? The world does not stop. Never. It actually doesn't. If you really, really think about it, the world doesn't stop. It goes on. Bruce Lee died, world goes on. Bob Marley died, John Lennon died, okay? Kobe Bryant died, the world continues, it goes on. I'm not saying that people aren't empathetic, you know, that it can, um, do they have, you know, um, sympathy and empathy, but I'm telling y'all, this soft shit, it's making people softer, it's making the world a far worse place. I agree. Some people may need to take some time off because whatever. But if you're going to fucking go to your job, then you might, if you're going to go to work, right, then you might as well do your job, period. Ain't no one trying to hear shit, right? Some people say, hey, man, you know, what, what if you just say, he said, do you want to cry in this Rolls Royce? Or do you want to cry in the Altima, right? And it's like the Nissan. 
I mean, it's real facts. You know, some people are like, all right, well, don't judge it about money or certain things. Look, man, at the end of the day, whether I go through stress and I'm thinking about certain things, hey, I'm not going to lie to you. I like having a nice roof over my head, whether I'm screaming happy and running in the forest or, you know, in, in the mountains and or in fucking somewhere like in Southeast Asia on the beach. Fuck that. That's not the life I want, though, period. Whether that's going to be, you know, here and there, that there's other things that I want to do. You know, there's other experiences. There's other freedoms that I want, even though someone like, oh, you have this and this. Look, I don't work for anybody. Hence the reason why I'm not making a second Instagram page, you know, or a backup page because he sponsors or whatever. I'm not let, I'm going to be me. Okay. Now that doesn't mean I can't be free on the podcast. I say what I want to say on here. I cuss on here. I say what I say, but if that didn't go with my sponsors and they didn't, you know, back me and didn't believe, you know, in me as a brand, as Ben Ball, the brand and me being unapologetic, then fuck them. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. So I don't know, man. All I know is we can't stop sports because motherfuckers are having a moment or whatever. Look, there's professionals for that. There's times for that. Okay. Can't just, I don't know the situation with Antonio Brown. When I watched him say that, he's like, yo, the Buccaneers offered to pay this for, for mental, motherfucker, you don't know, like, are you fucking that dumb? Uh, yes, you are. I'm sorry. I'm going to answer that question. And he's with his agent or his attorney right there. And the attorneys, you know, they're going to sue the Buccaneers, whatever, for, you know, slander or malpractice, whatever the fuck it was. I forgot what the fuck. I'm just kind of moving at 100 miles an hour right now. Bruh, AB, you definitely have some sort of CTE. You're definitely not all there. Everything, the elevator does not go to the top floor. That is for goddamn sure. Anyways, it just fucking, that's just some old weirdo shit that I don't know what the fuck happened to dude. But, um, rap, uh, is it rap? The fuck is it? Rap TV, Twitter page, Instagram page. They dropped a list of rappers and their high school GPAs. And uh, J. Cole had a 4.2 GPA, which is fucking, you know, remarkable. You know, his vocabulary, his his whole, that makes sense, you know. And uh, by the way, J. Cole's uh, uh, Aquarius. Drake had a 3.4. Big Sean had a 3.7. Kendrick Lamar had a 4.0, which makes a lot of sense. Childish Gambino had a 3.82, which also makes sense. Brilliant dude. NBA Youngboy dropped out of school. Eminem dropped out of school. Lil Wayne dropped out. Rihanna dropped out, which I don't know how she's a rapper. Uh, you know, whatever. Jay-Z dropped out. Look, Jay-Z is actually very intelligent too. There's different things. But the funny shit about this whole list was the baby had a 1.8 GPA. That shit is the funniest fucking thing of the week. It is the funniest shit ever. And it makes so much fucking sense. And then he actually chimed in and said it was cap. Bet you it fucking wasn't cap. Okay. Bet you that. I bet you somebody definitely called the fucking school and found out, boom, what was your transcript, this and that, whatever, and got his average and whatever. The thing with this is I had a, a low GPA, you know, because I don't know if it's like that now, but grades back when I was going to high school, if you had an A in, in all the academic shit, you could still get a C or a D in the class because if your conduct was fucked up, you know, and my conduct sucked. I was a class clown. I was talking shit all the time, you know? I was great in math. Fuck, I got a 720 on my fucking SAT on my math, right? So it's like, you know, you think about that. And um, I remember Mr. Morris, you fucking cocksucker motherfucker. I would let my, fuck that dude. And um, he was my math teacher. And uh, I got 
literally an A in the class. I had, I had 97 in tests. You know, my homework was, was all right, but I still got an A on all my homework. And I remember because I talked and whatever, boom, and certain shit, I ended up getting a fucking C in the class. But I ended up finishing school with a 2.7 GPA, barely enough, obviously enough to get my scholarship, whatever. But what's crazy is all my test scores and everything else show different. Now, the baby, I'm sure he was a class clown. It looks like, you know, it's whatever. But to get a 1.8, it's just not acceptable. At that point, why go to school? Like, you fail in school, you know? You literally had a fucking D minus average. Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, that shit's just fucking crazy. Anyways, guys, um, do not forget, I am giving away a bunch of high-end clothes, all name brand clothes, right? After Monday's episode airs, right? Can't send anything before Monday. But I, on Monday's episode, on the weekend wrap-up, I'm going to obviously air the questions. A lot of questions came in. Pretty good amount of questions, right? I'm going to air the questions for the podcast. Make sure if you haven't sent a question, you have until Saturday. You got until Saturday. So you have two more days to send questions at blockchain at gmail.com. All right, send your questions there. Now on Monday, I'm giving you guys a little early if you want to put a little thing. If you want to get these clothes, they're in size XL, and the pants are mostly large or XL, usually a 34, 36 waist, right? Some of the shorts are real short, some of the shorts are longer. A lot of good shit, Nike, all kinds of stuff, all right? Give me a reason why I should give it to you. Simple as that. I'll read it, right? Now, if you are a blockchain holder, all right, if you're a blockchain holder and you do fit all that in those sizes and stuff, right? And there's some hats for like seven and five eights, whatever. Then, you know, put that in there. Screenshot, you know what I'm saying? Add it into the email and put that you're a blockchain holder. And that will give you a different, you know, uh, chance. And then um, from there, you know, I'll do a randomizer and figure it out. Because I'm not going to just sit there and be like, boom. Uh, probably, you know, the top three. And then from there, boom, I'll do a five-time randomizer and roll the dice. Now, uh, I want to end the show. It's kind of fucked up. It's not really... Um, I don't know if it's news or anything, but it just made me think. Uh, for anybody who listens to this show and is um, shit, I mean, an adult, period, right? I'm almost 50. And uh, there's a store called St. Cross in Koreatown. They have been one of the very few remaining authorized Rolex dealers in Southern California. Now, when you think about back in the day, Ben Bridge, there's so many Rolex dealers that were authorized, ADs, right? In California, obviously, more than any other state. Now, there's so few and people have so little stock, but St. Cross has been around for, shit, maybe 30 years or so, and they're in the Koreatown Plaza right on Western, um, right in the, you know, right there, not the heart of Koreatown, but right there in K-Town, you know, dead in K-Town. And uh, the owner, Mr. Ahn, they have been robbed, I want to say 15 fucking times, maybe even more. It's insane. And it's not even really a great place to do a robbery. Like they're in a corner you have to fucking get out. It's just crazy how many times they've been robbed. And they sell a bunch of high-end other shit. They sell Cartier, whatever. Um, I'm not sure if they have Patek, but they have Rolex. Anyways, the owner, Mr. Ahn, has COVID. And now he's on a ventilator and he's really, really sick. And the, from what I've heard from other people in my trade is that he's not going to make it. And what's fucked up is Rolex has sent a letter to his wife, or contacted his wife and said, you know, if he dies, just so you know, um, we're going to take over the account, which is just such scumbag fucking shit. And 
I don't know, man. It just makes me, I mean, I don't wear Rolex as it is, but it just makes me not want to wear Rolex anymore. But anyways, guys, that is it for today, man. Again, it's my birthday. Um, I do want to have some chocolate cake with some ice cream. I don't know what I'm going to do. Did I buy anything? Nah, not really. I got some Balenciaga sandals and, uh, that's about it. I didn't really grip shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't want anything, guys. Like I said, just go out there and, and I'd love to see myself trend on Twitter. There's 30 different trending uh, topics. My birthday would be, that would be dope, right? Okay. Anyways, guys, I love you. Thank you so much. We are back to two a week. Guys, we're fucking here. You know what I mean? And I'm about to get, I have a really cool concept that Miles came up with for video. And um, it could be something, some shit. Could be some shit, y'all. All right, peace, y'all. Straight out the heart of the South Central K-Town when you show they can get your issue Pistol poppers, I know killers that won't miss you Bike gang, it's all riders, we so cocky I'm the cat that back Kobe on his back after work 60 points your last game when you left us, it hurt Hit up death at the store, infant cold berserk Our PBS is so impressive, we light up the earth Since birth, I put in work, kick out the district So many fights on sites, kept getting suspended It's been balling, your bitch, the luxury lieutenant This fly shit could be done if I didn't invent it I'm priority Master P There's no limits I broke the glass ceiling With my first million I couldn't do it Without my wife And all my children Ain't stopping no time soon Dog I need a billion My life is more than money And money. My story's so crazy dog I said make a movie Behind the baller I went from playing sports To exotic whips Ain't gotta tell me dog I know I'm the shit Behind the baller My life is more than money And journey My story's so crazy dog I said make a movie Behind the baller I went from music exec To this Podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh. I was the only Asian that had game in Albany High. Now I'm on 2K20, dog. Don't look surprised. Built my enterprise. Made my haters realize. Even though I'm washed up, not the motherfucker to try. Cover your eyes. My shit is blind. I leave you crying. Collaboration with Moodle Kami is just one of a kind. International. Used to flip burgers at King. Like Martin Luther, bitch. Yes, I had a dream. Call up the queen. Give up my price for a royal ring. When it's complete, it's still undefeated like the money team. This made weather feel better in Jackie Onassis Pull up on me, you gon' find out who is the fastest I'm the greatest, but not a Muslim, something like Cassius Put the double B logo on side of my glasses Rest in peace, Nick Plus, you forever lasting I'ma keep this shit lit for the homies behind the baller My life is more than money and journey My story's so crazy, dog I said make a movie behind the baller I went from playing sports to exotic whips Ain't gotta tell me, dog, I know I'm the shit behind the baller My life is more than money and journey My story's so crazy, dog I said make a movie behind the baller I went from music exec to this podcast Now I finally feel at home and laugh Now everybody got their pennies in a bunch When I say I'm the number one jewel in the world Respects, you know I'm blunt, Drizzy, Drake, Justin B, if you see how they stunt A million dollars in the mouth, now I'm suspense to front A sneak a piece for the NFL, hungry as bunch Keep feed me, I need breakfast, dinner, and lunch Jay-Z with type of fun for the rock chain Rose gold, flip it over and engrave a name I'm legendary, you sensitive cats are so scary When it's showtime, I'm Magic Johnson, James Worthy How about the minivan, rocking my vans, knocking the bass guy It's what I let her do, it's really not a fucking job Illegal parts of this shit it's so official Behind the baller This what hard work Can get you five for you Oh well Go tell the one who sent you It's been balling your bitch It's been a pleasure to meet Behind you. the baller My life is more than money And journey and journey. My story's so crazy dog I said make a movie Behind the baller I went from playing sports To the exotic whips You gotta tell me dog I know I'm the shit Behind the baller My life is more than money And journey and journey. My story's so crazy dog I said make a movie Behind the baller I went from music exec To this podcast Now I finally feel at home
Let's get it. 